Molly Jansen with The Legal Bender, and we're going to be right back to talk about voting. Welcome back to The Legal Bender. It has been a hot minute. This is Molly Jansen, and we have taken several months off because of the vid. And so we are gearing back up so that we can start talking about the hot topics in law and other areas that may be of interest to people that are related to law uh, and related to the vid. Those seem to uh, be hand in hand these days. So first and foremost, you know, let's just get after it. We are, what, uh, 19 or so days away or 18 days away from the election. I know you all are out there mailing in ballots and uh, some of you are probably cringing as you mail that ballot because you really just want to be at a polling booth in person and uh, and uh, being a participant in the actual process. But unfortunately, this is where we are, and there's a lot of encouragement going on um, in all parties for people to get those ballots out as soon as possible. So really what I want to talk about is not what side of the aisle I am on or what side of the aisle you are on, but really about the voting process and the information that you really should have in order to be an informed and educated voter, right? So let's start with this information that you get in the mail. So you get your ballot, great, but you also get two books, right? One is called The Blue Book. And in there is all of this information about judges who are up for retention in every single judicial county. Um, But for your particular county, all of that is contained in that book. You also get additional information about all of the other amendments or other laws that are trying to be passed. Um, And it gives you this very long exclamation from both sides of the team or in some regards, at least in Denver, one side of the team without objection or some additional summary comments that tell you what this particular bill is about or what this amendment is about. And they're often really super confusing. Um, and then you kind of may get comments about why are, why you should or should not vote for that. Before we get into that, right, and this daunting task of figuring out what you're supposed to be doing so you can be a participant, and we already know that people are anxious to vote, Um, I think probably more so now than uh, in many decades are people ready to get out and cast their vote about not just the president, but lots of other seats, uh, Senate, Congress, um, and and your grassroots, your local politicians. So one thing I have heard, even before, long before I was a lawyer, and when I started voting and I was 18, I was pretty active. Um, I worked in politics. My background is a political science major and not only working at the state capitol, um, but also working in Washington, D.C. before I became a lawyer, was that there was this idea and continues to be this idea that when you vote for judges, you should just vote them all out. And I have never really heard, with the exception of a handful of times, that someone has said, no, I really read that blue book. I really do my homework. And then I make a decision. But usually, and maybe a lot of you can relate to this, maybe you are one of those people that just votes everybody out. It's just, that's the end of the story. All judges suck, so all judges need to go. Well, there's something called the Judicial Performance Commission that is made up of individuals, usually between eight and 10, in every judicial county in the state of Colorado, and they are appointed for a four-year term. 
I happen to be the chairwoman of the Ju- the 17th Judicial District, which is Adams and Broomfield County. Um, and I am in just finished my second year of my four-year appointed term. So what the commissions do is they take in a whole bunch of information that is pursuant to the commission statutes that is required by law in how the state commission runs um, a process to review a judge, and that is given to those individuals to make determinations. And that is based on surveys by jurors, by other attorneys, by um, people that are sitting in the courtroom, by uh, defendants or respondents and petitioners in civil court. And there's a bunch of information um, that comes to those commissioners, and then they all meet and they eventually make recommendations. And so those recommendations are contained in the blue book in the county in which you live for you to review and to decide how it is that you want to vote for a judge. So in, in what I am discussing is not for you to vote for or against a particular judge. Um, I may work uh, on the commission in Adams, but I live in Denver. So I don't have a dog in the fight in any other county but Denver. Um, and so I'm focused on my blue book in Denver. But because I... Um, I'm a participant as a volunteer, but an appointed volunteer in this process. I know a lot more about how uh, this works, and it's been very eye-opening. It's been very, very rewarding for me as an attorney and as a non-attorney. And there are both attorneys and non-attorneys on these commissions. But a great deal goes into what is put on paper. And so um, number one is that before you become that person who just goes down the ballot and says, no, 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 there, there is an opportunity for you to make a better decision, right? To really look at a particular judge and say, look, I really like what they wrote, or I don't like what they wrote, or I'm going to formulate my opinion based on, on the good parts or the bad parts or whatever parts are contained in any uh, and any narrative provided for any particular judge. So before you go flying down the list, um, and I am a big proponent of uh, educated voting, I don't care if you're on my team or not, um, spend time on that. Um, and I have lots of friends in Denver asking me, you know, how should I interpret this recommendation? Or how should I interpret this? And uh, I can't tell anyone to do or not to do something, but what I can do is say, you got to read it. You really got to spend some time with it and then make your own personal decision about how you feel about that particular person retaining office. And and this is for all judicial offices, um, county court, district court, um, federal court. There's all sorts of different judges that are in this book. So I encourage everyone to really do your homework. You're all already doing your homework about the president, obviously, about your senators, your congressmen, your city council people, all of that. And this is one area where you also have to spend that time, in my opinion. I, I think it may be eye-opening if you just even open it up. So in addition to that is that all of these um, proposals are out for you to vote on and to just vote no um, or yes, without really doing some research, can be um, somewhat damaging to your own political views. Not to a particular party, but to your own political values. So sometimes these things are written in what, so, somewhat like a double negative. So they're written in a way where if you just read the big highlighted title, which is usually like a humongous paragraph, 
you may think that means something that it actually doesn't mean. Um, and there's been examples of that when the marijuana amendment came out. It was written in such a way it was very confusing for voters to understand if they were voting against or for the constitutional amendment for being able to uh, use marijuana in the state of Colorado. And that language was complicated. And it was complicated for a reason. Because if you don't go and look it up, then you're going to vote on the title. And that's not always a good way to go. And both parties do this as a strategy. You know, I've been spending a lot of time. There were some things on my ballot that I was not exactly aware of. In fact, there were a couple of things I hadn't heard of. And I had to spend a lot of time rereading what was contained in the information mailed to me because it wasn't clear at all. And in fact, even the explanations weren't clear. So I had to go on and do additional research online with these organizations and, and lobbyists and who all the players were for me to decipher what exactly this title really meant. And in a couple of places, it meant nothing that I thought it meant. And I'm a lawyer and could have been damaging to my political values had I voted um, based on the title. That's part of what I do for a living. I'm an attorney. I've been doing this 18 years. I read law for a living. I know how to cipher through it. I know the application of it, but you all don't. And it is confusing. So with that, I, I really am encouraging everyone to take that extra step. I don't think enough people who have the ability to reach people on social media or otherwise really convey that enough. I think it's so partisan all the time and it's always one team against the other team and it's only, you know, really focusing on that information that you get lost in that you know, maybe you're hearing something um, in an ad or written somewhere um, that is designed to make you further confused. And so if you are a voter that is committed to change or consistency, because sometimes you're voting uh, for the same person to stay, um, is that you really need to know why you're doing that. And particularly now. And again, I don't care if you're a Democrat, um, if you're a Republican, if you are independent and everything in between, I care about people being able to hold a conversation with me and be able to explain why they did something versus telling me why my decision is wrong if I chose to uh, disclose that. Having the information and being able to back it up for yourself makes you confident in your vote. But if you're someone who likes to talk politically via social media or with your friends and it it's not always positive, have that information. Be the guy in the room who doesn't make it emotional, um, who doesn't make it personal. Um, and so that's what these guides are designed to do is to, is to really uh, give you the information that you need so you can make those choices. And so um, with that and with all the hot issues that are going on and this um, horrible environment that we are living in, not only here in Colorado in our own judicial districts, but also in the nation, um, and it's, it's not pretty. And it's, um, I don't think anyone anywhere wants to continue this way. And again, I don't care what your policies are, but nobody wants discourse in their community. They don't want... Uh, they don't want people shot. They don't want, you know, they don't want this. They want safe communities. They're, you know, focusing on your own um, issues in your own community at grassroots politics. That's really what you should be focusing on. Of course, national politics is important, but really 
People mainly care about what's going on in my own neighborhood and what's going on in my own town. What is going on in my own city? And how are the things that are happening in that um, area affecting me, my school system, or um, you know, access to to medical care, or uh, you know, are they are they going to raise or not raise taxes for this particular um, uh, you know organization that's going to do something for my community? And so I always tell people, start with your local issues that affect you in your own living room, and start there because the national can be so overwhelming with everything that's coming at us from every direction, that sometimes we lose sight of what really is affecting us in our personal lives on a daily basis. And so I encourage you to start there. What What is on the ballot that affects you now? And then build from there. Okay, now I go on to my bigger issues. What is on the national ballot? What? Who are the people that are in these big positions? Not that they aren't all big positions, but um, so that's really... I guess a, 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 as a call into action is um, as a responsible voter and um, a responsible member of, of the community and looking at the issues is I don't care if we disagree, but at least have the, uh, the background and the information um, to know why we disagree and to know why you're voting the way that you're voting. So please spend time on that blue book about your judicial officers. Um, they are, that information is there for a reason. The commissioners are appointed for a reason uh, to do this very um, demanding volunteer job. And it's, it's important. So take the time. And I know this wasn't the most exciting of topics, but we are in a very exciting time in history with this particular election, and I am excited to be a part of it, good or bad, but I, I'm, I'm excited to be a part of it, whether you don't like my vote or not. Um, but it is an opportunity to make change, and so all the more reason to be really, really careful about what you're doing out there. So um, enjoy the, with the process, um, and uh, we'll see how it all comes out in the end. All right, you all take care, and we'll be back next week. <laughs>